0: and welcome to the tenth episode of the Raw Life Podcast. Oh fuck, I said podcast. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> Love it. Hello and welcome to the tenth episode of the Raw Life Podcast. The podcast where I talk to strangers about their life experiences. Today I'm actually joined by my friend Sasha, who I've met from BCU and we've been great friends ever since. Hello.
1: Uh as Paul mentioned my name is Sasha. i uh, currently work at Supla as a customer relationship manager. So I do email marketing. Uh, if you guys didn't know what BCU was? It's Birmingham City University. I got you back, Paul.
0: Whoa, whoa, Go Tigers! All right, we'll start with some simple questions, and we'll get on. To oh, thank fuck. Hey, it's all right, no, it's all right. So, how old are you?
1: I'm 23, Paul.
0: You're really, 23? <laughs>
1: yeah. How old did you pick up?
0: <laughs> Mate, we've been friends. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was, like 27, 26.
1: No, you ain't at that age. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs>
0: if like, like <laughs> right.
1: I'm saying it like a bad thing.
0: Right. And I know this, but obviously the audience don't. Where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm half Swedish, half Pakistani, and I have an American accent.
0: Right, now so tell us more about your work.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, I do email marketing, acquiring people to a business and retaining them inside that business uh, and perhaps growing them inside your business. And then depending on how the company works. It's all about real estate agents and and acquiring agents. You want to have them retained in the company and grow in the company. And you don't really want them to fall off. But in some cases, so like for example, Amazon is a huge CRM user, or actually everyone's a huge CRM user, but Amazon, you get a product, they'll use the website, they'll buy the product, and then maybe that's the end. Another bit of CRM would then be trying to uh, get them back into that, that swing of, you know, browsing, purchasing, browsing, purchasing, browsing, purchasing. So
0: they actually try and get into like a rhythm with you?
1: Well, I mean, I say it like a rhythm, um, but like it's, I wouldn't really say you're trying to get them in a rhythm, but you want to have people constantly visiting your site or coming into your store and purchasing things. That's that's the idea of behind CRM is, is kind of like gentle nudging towards oh. people and and getting them to do things
0: like a little bit of persuasion
1: it is a little bit like just digital persuasion it's a good way to good way there and it's it's been for a lot of years it's been focused mainly around emails but then now with uh you know social media smartphones all this kind of stuff you have you have a whole bunch of different ways to to use crm so nudging people on instagram nudging people on facebook you'll see that with like ads as you're browsing instagram and ads popping up on the side of, of Facebook and on Twitter and all these kind of things so that's that's CRM and digital marketing
0: so all them ads that I get Instagram has to do with you
1: yes if you want fuck uh, <laughs> <Thank> you <laughs> <laughs> if you want an audience if you want to put a voice to it that's me, come at me bro, uh, if you want to put a face to it uh, you know, go high five Jeff Bezos or something <laughs>
0: uh, I can't believe you actually did that. What?
1: I don't specifically. Okay, hold on. Okay, I don't specifically make that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just take credit for it. Who gives a shit? I I own CRM.
0: You're right there. This gets big. You're fucked.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, yeah. The real life podcast is going to ruin my career.
0: Right. So, the next two questions I ask everyone that comes on the show. So the first one is,
1: what's the best thing that's happened to you in life? Uh, fuck, that's... Whoa. Uh, The best thing that happened to me in life?
0: Yeah. At the Uh, age of 23. Yeah, really, dude. You old shit. (laughs) Oh, is that one time I got
1: a nuke in college? No, I'm kidding. Uh... (laughs) uh, I think at the moment, I don't think the best thing has happened, but I guess so far is just graduating and then getting a job in same year no
0: i feel you it's, a, it's pretty fucking good isn't it though <laughs> yeah i feel no
1: yeah me, me and paul are like the same person in, in that sense of like work ethic and you know what we strive in our respective industries we just we really wanted a job and we yeah. really want to prove ourselves over and over again like yeah if you guys yeah. knew paul back in uni he's a stressful little kitty <laughs> and and i was the i was the kitty tamer
0: Yeah. (laughs) To be honest though, you did actually keep me really, really calm in um, Unity because you saw how much I was freaking out. Not not even like freaking out, just fucking like angry and stressed.
1: Yeah, I just saw what a bitch you were and I was... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) No, so if people don't know, uh, we went to the same master's course. So I worked as the producer for for the games that we made. So that pretty much meant that I organized the team and I, I managed people pretty much but uh, it was kind of my job to make sure that things were being executed to the deadlines that we had and making sure that the people on who were on my team were were sane by the end of those deadlines yeah. <laughs> i think i did a pretty well pretty good job
0: no no, i think you did like I, I felt like i was actually going like sort of insane on there yeah you saw all the work that i had to do and how much little time i had yeah and we used to actually just go out for these walks, these, like, stressful walks, but Sasha would just walk with me, we just sit there and we'd just walk, and it was just it was sort of nice. In
1: the streets of bro. <laughs>
0: but yeah, BC is another time. So you reckon the best thing uh, is going to happen to you? Do you reckon it's going to happen soon?
1: Uh, I don't know about soon. I'm, I'm settling into my job. I I think it would be really glum to, to say that I have already had the best. Because there's still a lot I want to do, because I just started.
0: No, no, I get you. I get you. I, yeah. think, I think you've been. Do- I think you've done a good job. I mean, you've come from the same me where it's fucking uni and it's just stresses you out, and you've actually got the job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well done. So. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Sometimes I need a little clap. I
0: know. I know. <laughs> you know I've got you back, right there. Thanks. In your twenty-three years now, what's the worst thing that's happened to you?
1: Uh. Oh, that's easier. Peace um you. <laughs> yeah. Meeting Paul. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> episode 10 of Frawn Life. <laughs> no no uh, I, would, I would say have you ever had like severe this uh, this is going to make me sound like 75 but uh, you know I had a, a back injury the worst time has been realizing how fucking important your back is <laughs> if, you, if you've always if you've never if you've ever had a feeling of um, wanting to feel like a turtle that can't walk um, break your back. Uh, I didn't break my back, but injure your back, and you'll realize just how important your back is, and you'll start to to really give a shit. Yeah, I think that's that's been my worst moment of just, like, that back pain, how that affected me when it was at its worst, and I'm just happy that it was nothing, like, super severe and that it was quite easily maintained. It's, 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 it's easily managed, and it's easily, like, fixed. How did you injure it? Uh, I played, so before coming to the UK, meeting lovely Paul. Um, <laughs> I was in Sweden and I played American football. Um, go Jaguars, I know, cat-related all around. Uh, <laughs> Meow.
0: <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, I did a bad tackle where uh, this guy that was like three times my size, I went headfirst into his gut and positive. I got him down, ladies and gentlemen. Big claps. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Negative. That could have gone so bad because I ran into him um, head first, like so, head down, head first into his gut, and that just kind of like what's it called? Like reverbs into your spine. All that force that I put into him also then comes back into me, and that goes down my spine. (laughs) So that could have been really, really bad. Was
0: it worth a good tackle though?
1: i mean it was practice
0: <laughs> <laughs> so probably not <laughs>
1: probably not no i i just miscalculated because i thought i was gonna get him with my shoulder but then it turned out he was bigger than i why he was wider than i thought so i hit him fucking dead in the stomach with my helmet uh i'm lucky that it was just like it ended up just being like super 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 tight muscles not to be too graphic but i'm gonna be great it was right in the ass paul it, it, <laughs> i but like the worst of, the bad part is like so it just started tightening and tightening right and then the upper right glute um it felt like i had been felt like i was getting a pinched nerve and pinched nerve can can definitely go into some serious problems where where you might need surgery and stuff so i'm, I'm super lucky well,
0: i'm glad that it was actually back breaking
1: yeah i'm really happy at that then. So you actually
0: come off quite
1: yeah i came off super lucky because i just did some stretching and then like a real big problem was when I was here in the UK, where it started like springing back up again. And I did, you know what a box uh, a box squat is, or a jump squat? A jump. Yeah, it's when you fucking just jump on the
0: box, right, like up and down. All yeah, the
1: time. yeah. So I did that. I had a mate that came from Sweden and I was walking around in Rome, and this guy was like, he knew about my back problem, and I was I was feeling a lot better. I was I was actually walking around. It's like, I bet you can't box jump up on this thing, and I I did it, but it ended up like reactivating the pain <laughs> where like a tent all that tension came back i i literally had to go to the doctors that day and all these i said like why did you come here i was like what do you mean I- this injury happened like literally less than an hour ago can you help me or not they're like no i mean you have to try painkillers and stuff before you come here i'm like what It happened like 30 minutes ago, dude. What are you? I can't fucking walk.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the UK. (laughs) Yeah,
1: 100. I came home one day. I laid down, and then I couldn't get up. Like I was just stuck on my back for several hours, and that was the first time I've ever called an ambulance. It was in this country of the Great United Kingdom. The annoying part is that when the (laughs) when the people came around, (laughs) I'd I'd managed to get up on the bed, and I wasn't feeling so bad anymore. And I felt like such a bitch, Paul.
0: Touch oh, really.
1: yeah because like i i don't want to bother the fucking ambulance shit yeah. Like, yeah. i'm usually a pretty healthy person so like for me to call an ambulance is pretty pretty big deal listeners all right go fucking call. <laughs> 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 yeah
0: Sasha, sasha's
1: a tough kid I'm, uh, I'm a bit of a tough cookie and i'm a lucky cookie i'm lucky that i have my brother who's a who's a personal trainer and he just he's helped me so much so so yeah, I'm just I'm lucky all around. I have a very lucky life, Paul.
0: That's good. That's good. Uh, when you went mate, it's just gonna all go downhill. But good luck. I kept saying that life. you were
1: cursed. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Paul kept saying at uni that he was cursed, and he's just like, it's me just like it's just downhill from here, I'm like. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the, the stressful times of VCU. You know? <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, if people are doing bad around Paul, it's not his problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it, 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 exactly. It's like it's like, uh, well, fuck it. What can you do? <laughs> you just you
1: look at him. You go. You just like it is what it is, player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope, not for me. <laughs> We've been talking about stress, and I've I've spun my little wheel, and the actual question that's come up is what causes you stress in life?
1: Wow. Dude, Weird, isn't it? Oh, oh, I like this. I like, this
0: literally; these are all random as well.
1: That's crazy. I'll tell you what gives me stress, Paul: ghosts. And that's just what happened here. <laughs> 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 no, uh, what gives me stress? This this sounds like I I I'm super independent. I don't I don't necessarily like relying on people. Um, so like, what gives me stress is tr- um transportation, traveling in the morning. I mean, this is COVID, so we're not traveling to work. Getting around and making sure that I have to be somewhere at a certain time, and I have to rely on transportation to do that, is stressful. And like, even if I, even if I were to have a car, right, I'd still have to rely on that. The dri- the drivers around me would be fine, <laughs> and like, nothing stupid happens. But some stupid shit always happens. And like, yeah, that shit causes me stress. Um, I get stressed when, when a lot of things pile up. And I don't have a lot of time to get things done to the standards that I have.
0: No, nah, that makes sense. I understand that. Like, yeah, I feel like a... you would
1: understand that the best because I'm sure you've had more oh. than <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've had a few moments. Speaking speaking about uni. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm sweating here, just speaking about uni. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's anxiety. <laughs> oh, God, I've got it.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not such a stressful person, you know?
0: Like, I was going to say, like, bringing back up BCU, like, I don't know how stressed you was, but <laughs> you, managed, you managed to keep me, like, not stress-free, but, like, calm. Yeah, so yeah. You were actually really, really good at doing that.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a really chill person, so even when I'm under the shit, I won't show it. And that's been something since, like, I was a kid. I never show... I practice not showing my emotions. And that sounds serial killer as fuck <laughs> on a podcast. And you see, like, I'm super conscious about this stuff. But, like, yeah, when I was a kid, I was just like, I don't want people to know what I'm thinking. And, like, I think that's actually served me so well. It was part of my job to, like, make sure people feel calm and make sure that people are okay. And that's just helped so much of, like, I don't need to show my emotion. When I'm feeling under pressure, it's not likely that you'll you'll think that I'm under pressure, which is like some crazy psychological confidence game <laughs> that I did. I, I never really intend to play, but it just turns out that way. Like a lot of people sometimes, or not a lot of, there have been a few people that have gotten frustrated with me because of how calm I am. Both like teachers, teachers in high school, people that I met in uni, there were people that were literally just like, say like, I don't understand what you're thinking. And I'm like, in my head, I go, good. That's, <laughs> I'm down, doing my job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tough titties for you, eh?
0: <laughs> uh, you know what's one of the things I remember though as well, like when we just obviously been talking about BCU The amount of times you just come out and i see you walking out and be like Hi Paul, and I'm like, oh no, Sasha, everything's broke <laughs> Or we just sit next to each other and we just go, oh no, and then you go, oh no <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: just, yeah, it's just sharing in people's pain really
0: like i remember before i was there that late as well and you yeah. just told to that like i i, I often missed out uh, on dinner and i had to cook it when i got back so like mm. lero would bring me like a cookie <laughs> <This kid> <laughs> <managed> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> that's like, a good
1: I'm, teammate right there like,
0: oh, thank you lero it just dropped it off <laughs> or sometimes when i'm gone it at the desk i'm like oh my god i love this kid
1: <laughs> oh man that's so nice lero is a, is a really nice guy yeah he's, he's I I don't really know what it is. I just don't, like, I like to know that I'm the problem, and that there was something that, yeah, I guess, that makes me sound like a control freak, when I'm really not, because if you, if you, if you met me in uni, I didn't give a shit. Well, I obviously met you in uni. (laughs) uh, And Paul knows, I control the shit out of him, I gave him all sorts of tasks, forced him to do a hundred things all the time.
0: Yeah, you was my stress. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. No. You was my calm. <laughs> yeah. The calm oh. before the, no not the calm before the storm. The calm uh. while the storm was happening.
1: Yeah, while the i so I'm the I'm the center of the storm, which is oh shit, that sounds dope. Yeah, that
0: sounds like that sounds like you started it. <laughs> anyway, <right. laughs> I
1: don't I might have. I just don't like knowing. I like to take ownership of my issues all the time. And if it's my fault for not getting somewhere on time, which i mean in the business in any fucking world they're like well you should have prepared more <laughs> like, well, well actually i prepared so much that i was prepped to come here two minutes before but you know somebody pushed fucking brakes a little early over here so how about you go you No, know? that's literally something i cannot help if someone else is having a bad day ask. but like no i don't know i just um i think it goes it ties into like work ethic and, like, professional standards and stuff like that. Just always wanted to be punctual. I've always wanted to be uh, yeah, take ownership of my mistakes ever since, like, a young, young age. I never like to rely on too many people. Maybe that's also because, like, as a kid, I'd always feel fucking dumb. I'd have I have super smart friends, and we're all doing, like, smart shit, and I'm over here with a marketing degree. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, you know, I don't know. No, I I've always been know. like around super smart people that are really really good at what they do.
0: And... Uh, I felt the same as well. Yeah. That's why I come and see you and me. I was like, oh fuck's sake, look for everyone. <laughs> when, it, when it fucking, I mean you saw when everyone else was getting placements, I was like, oh no. Uh, I know, that.
1: oh god, Paul, Paul and people were getting placements, Jesus fucking Christ. What a stressful little cookie.
0: <laughs> I was a little bit stressed.
1: <laughs> a, little a little stress, bit... a little bit of jealousy. Do the oh my god the first? Do you remember the first time around when people started getting like interviews and shit? The mood change in the studio was so disgusting.
0: Yeah. Like the thing. So like, when I didn't get the placements, I was like, I admit I was a bit jealous, and I was I was more pissed off at myself. Yeah. It didn't stop me like congratulating other people and saying, oh shit. Like to be fair, their work was better than mine. It was banking so i yeah. think people deserve their placements yeah they just made me work harder but there's some people obviously that seems a bit more like oh why are they getting it, not me if that makes sense yeah 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 no that totally no, makes sense because ag- am more I, aggressive and not looking at yourself and thinking fuck okay what do i need to change on this
1: yeah and i'm like i've noticed that a lot with like people in general they just don't like to look inwards, and that's such a it can be such a destructive thing that holds you back so like i don't know I realised that from, like, a young age that I always needed to take ownership of stuff and I don't know if that's how you were as well. Yeah, I
0: I think with the ownership stuff it happened more because I wanted to take ownership at BCU and I started, obviously, like, you know, on the mobile project and stuff like that. Yeah. But then after a while and I was working on my own stuff and people got placements, I think that's when it was serious. I was like, okay, I need to try and take ownership of this. Yeah. I think that's when it came up. That's,
1: That's a good time to... Evolved like a Pokemon, poem. exactly. But I
0: was, I was a Weedle. Now I'm a Caterpie. You say you're hard. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: I mean, I know my voice. You know, some people have complimented my voice and everything. I tried to do some voice acting here and there, but you know, your
0: voice is nothing like mine. <laughs> Rough rugged
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it. Paul. I'm sorry. Your voice gives you a bigger heart than than my... <laughs> mine.
0: Talk Dear about not. your heart. <laughs> Obviously, before Calvin, when I used to go out and stuff like that, yeah. people was like, "Wow, I like your accent. It's like, the fuck? <laughs> people, <laughs> you've
1: always had some... You had an issue with your, your yeah. accent.
0: that that stuck in my head quite a lot. That did.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not surprised that it did, and I'm like, I tried to. Re- I, I tried really hard to reassure you that, dude, that's that's not something that people give a shit about anymore. Like, there might be some people like in harsher, harsher industries, like, you know, banking and and sales that that you need to have those things, but like, games industry, dude. <laughs> Fucking, are you are you dumb? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, it's, it's it's all good though. So, at work, I even say, "Oh yeah, that's still Gucci." Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like, my accent—I don't think my accent actually affects anything to do with work.
1: No, but that's what I mean. Like, so if anyone, <laughs> anyone listening, that you don't—you don't need to take that shit apart
0: no, that's true. No matter, no matter how
1: thick your accent is, or like, you'll get hired not because your accent was was poor. <laughs> I I appreciate honesty and I appreciate like harshness and the brutality of it.
0: I I understand it was subjective, down there no, That's the thing. I took it as like a hundred percent fact, when I should have took it as uh, subjective.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to tell you.
0: Right, we'll get back onto the questions and there. Yeah. It so the next question is tell me about a special person in your
1: life my brother has become a bigger part of my life like my brother and my sister have become a bigger part of my life You're Quite
0: close with your brother though, aren't you?
1: i mean i wasn't before i mean i know that you met us like when we were leaving from but like so this story has been told so many times since i've been here to to my brother's friends but like prior to me coming to london me and my brother wouldn't we wouldn't talk like we wouldn't like we'd still be brothers right In in all senses of the word but like we didn't know each other i didn't know him as as anything else other than my older brother and he didn't know me more than like his little brother like we'd only meet up every once in a while when it's christmas time um so yeah but since since london because i had to move in with him and he's helped me with like with living and stuff and like right now i'm living two flats under his so we're living in the same building like uh he's helped me out so much with like I mentioned yeah living and making sure I don't have to stress about costs and stuff he's like when I first came here he fixed me up with a free gym membership at his gym and just like the amount of support that I've gotten from him and then like how much more we've talked to each other and how much we've realized we're 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 definitely brothers <laughs> let's yeah. put it that way like we we've always had a synergy like same thing with my sister and I We've always had a synergy I don't know none of us really knew each other before me coming to London I'd say
0: would you say obviously his now is a special part of your
1: life now, though? No. I would say right now in this chapter, I'd say he's pretty special. But, like, again, yeah, all of my family are special to me. I wouldn't rate them higher than No, China.
0: no, I'm, I'm not asking you to rate them. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, but, like,
1: but yeah, I'd say, like, my siblings right now are, are pretty special. I have a few, like, past friends that, that are still around. I got you, Paul. Paul. Uh, <laughs> One of my best friends here in here in the UK. My J, my G. <laughs> <laughs> calm, calm, calm. Just
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Funny enough, during COVID times, I've been more serious about looking looking for a romantic partner. Oh,
0: really? That's that yeah. cool, You feel closer to your brother, though. No. Oh. Like, obviously, than before. So that's that's a, a fucking big positive.
1: It's a huge positive. It's really funny because because I've I've found out stuff from him like because. He thought he used to be in the house a lot when I was younger. I told him, like, that's not the fucking case at all. I I never used to see him, like, for weeks on in, you know? And uh, he was out doing whatever he was doing, whether it be, like, you go out with friends to party, you go out with friends to do whatever, and, like, he'd work a lot as well. And we were, <laughs> funny enough, like, me and him shared a bed, like, not a bed, oh, sorry, not a bed, not a bed!
0: <laughs> we shared a room, we shared a room, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> Stop, <laughs> friend. Smells like incest.
1: Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> uh, so Yeah, we, we shared a room, but like he, he thought he was home more than, than he was. And then, like, <laughs> this just wasn't the case. I never saw this guy. Like, we played games together sometimes, but like we were very separate. Like, he was working or he was out he'd come home sometimes, puke on the floor, I'd wake up at 8am, be like, fuck's sake, there's puke on the floor, but go back to sleep. <laughs> or like, or like, um, you know, stuff like that. And then like, in high school and primary school for me, we had a rule in my family where we just didn't talk to each like, my siblings and I didn't talk to each other, because we would just argue all the time. So... <laughs> well, Dan, you to yeah. It quite hard, then. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit, and like, it was just a rule that we weren't allowed to say hi to each other. But like to me I'm I was the I'm the youngest in my family so like I didn't totally get it so like I would say hi sometimes to my brother and sister but then they'd, lit- they'd literally come back during dinner time and just be like yo he said hi to me. Uh, Gross don't fucking say hi and get like mad over it <laughs> like the rage, <laughs> the rage was there the entire fucking day that I said hello
0: Jesus man that's mental
1: yeah and this is not painting my family in a good picture. I'm being a bit Dramatic, but like <laughs> it's just funny dude and then like after that i was just like fine i won't fucking say shit i won't even acknowledge that I'm there Bricks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay but I'm, I'm glad that you're a lot closer now now which is yeah good. yeah it's nice uh, it's, it's like it's like what i've been speaking to a lot of people on here they've had like a negative experience but always got a positive from it yeah yeah that's good good learning the next question i have is what's your biggest fear
1: Spiders. That's easy.
0: Ooh, really? I'm arachnophobic. I'm Spiders. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm arachnophobic. But I've gotten so much better.
0: <laughs> oh really?
1: I mean not since the last time I said <laughs> I don't know. I, I've gotten better this was several years ago, but like when I was I would still live in Sweden I just I just get stunted. Like it was it's death, death for me. <laughs> I just think yeah, that I'm yeah. gonna I'm just gonna die. It's a stupid irrational fear and like the only way I've gotten better is like sometimes I'll see a spider and I'll literally just tell myself, "Stop being a bitch," and I'll like, that that's my that's my way of handling my head shit. It's just like I'll just say, "Stop being a bitch." Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't.
0: Depends on the um, size.
1: <laughs> 100%, dude. I had this huge <laughs> spider in my room when I was uh, when I was in Sweden, and it was like 3 a.m. I wanted to go to sleep, but I saw the spider and I was like, "I have to deal with it" because it's like right next to my bed and. I'm not gonna be able to fucking turn the lights off and go to sleep knowing that there's a spider on my fucking wall next to my nightstand. I tried to be really quiet because my parents were sleeping to go get the vacuum and Hoover it up. You know what I did, Paul? I was on the opposite side of the fucking room. I, I couldn't move. I, I had the <laughs> I had the vacuum cleaner in my hand and the spider was there. Now it's 3:40 in the morning and I'm just looking at it and I'm saying like, all I need to do is push on the hoover, turn it on and you suck this little spider up and and I can go to bed. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. it. I was literally, I started sweating a little bit. I was just like, I I just can't, I can't. Because also I have a fear of like, when it gets sucked into the vacuum cleaner, I, Yeah, it's gonna come out and fucking yep, it yep. remembers that I did it <laughs> and it's gonna beat the shit out of me with all of his legs and bite me and shit And I'm just gonna be like I can't I can't help this because I'm gonna be scared
0: I, I think that's probably the only thing that we actually overthink on both of us
1: Yeah, yeah
0: it, made, like, spot, like I had a big one here when I uh, come back from visiting my mom and dad And yeah. I messaged Rhea, I was like Ria, c- c- can, uh, <laughs> can you kill this spot for a minute? But I can't do I can't it right, it, it was a chunky one, it was massive I come up right and she's like, ooh. she's like, do look at it, poor, over <laughs> it as well. And I was like, oh man, why was it runs out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, with with uh, yeah. my ex girlfriend, she, I'd literally have to be like, I can't, I can't deal with this. And she's not good with spiders either. Uh, but but she she was less of a bitch about it than I'm.
0: Do you ever think you're you're over it?
1: I think I've gotten better, but. I mean, if I were to go to Australia and there's a fucking huntsman spider, I'm running. Yeah, that's
0: fair.
1: I, true. I, it's one of the few things like I know I will not be heroic about. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I will be, I will be. There is no fight response to spiders for me. It's flight every single time. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I consider reckon- them, I consider them the devil's spies, and I just, I can't do it.
0: <laughs> what do you reckon it is that makes them so scary? Do you reckon it's because you see them as a kid, or? Because obviously no, you're not big like, I, I don't know what it is, it's just... It is that's
1: terrifying. Just, they're just... Okay, if we just think of it in terms of, like, shapes, they have really pointy... They're just pointing. And, like, they look terrifying. And then if you zoom in on their stupid fucking faces, they have, like, these fucking fangs, and they have, like, a thousand eyes, and then they have, like, super... They're super small, right? But they move so fucking fast and, like, ninja-like. And then... They shoot fucking, you know, sticky cum all over the fucking place and just like hang from the ceiling and do stupid shit and then they just, it's also just their predatory nature of just like, they set up shop, they set up a fucking trap and then they just set up like two, two fucking centimeters away from it and they just wait for the flies to come in and then they, you know what happens, Paul, they, the fly struggles, the vibrations of the shit uh, you know, pings them, oh dude, dinner's here, then they wrap them up in their fucking sticky cum some more, and then they paralyze them and suck the juices out of the fucking victims.
0: It's messed up, isn't it?
1: That's disgusting! (laughs) And then if you look at some of them, they're hairy, or some of them are just like... It's just gross. They're gross, dude. They're gross, and it's scary, and they they make me sweat a little bit. I'm not okay with that.
0: Um, Imagine if they was, like, 80 times their size.
1: Dude, have you (laughs) you seen Eight-Legged Spiders, the movie?
0: like it freak. Yeah, i am saw that. I yeah,
1: saw yeah. That. The thing, I love that movie because I think it's fucking great. But also, every time I watch it, I'm like, there is going to be a giant spider that crawls into my room and just like, just fucks the shit out of me. I don't want, I don't want Paul. I don't want. I don't want, it. I don't want spiders.
0: <laughs> I, I always represent fucking Sam in a Lord of the Rings <laughs> killing tree love. I'm like, yeah, that,
1: that's fair. <laughs> I, I'm the bitch. I'm the bitch-ass rock or some shit next to Sam. Uh, yeah, to
0: be I, honest, if my friends was like Frodo and I had to fight a spider, nah, I, I wouldn't do that it. Go, nah, <laughs> man.
1: Nah, sorry. Even if it was you, Paul, and you were like, you can be on episode 100 of Raw Life Podcast. <laughs> nah, fam. I'm done. I'm okay. You... you...
0: understand, I'll leave you for a spider
1: as well. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing as, as well. I don't expect anyone to save me from a spider. <laughs> I, I realize that my fear may be my death someday, and honestly... Okay, because uh, in, in a sense, I knew it was coming.
0: <laughs> would you ever, like, go to hold a tarantula with me?
1: No. No, do no, reckon, no, no.
0: you reckon that would help or make it worse?
1: No. Uh, what the fuck would that actually do? Facing my fear of holding uh, a spider. I don't want spiders to touch me,
0: dog. Oh, no, no, I, I get that, but it's the point of, you know, when other people have said that, you know, always face your fears and stuff like that. Like, scared of heights, I've, I've been looking at, like, Maybe doing parachuting one day because I'm really oh, yeah. scared of heights But I, I've I've heard that if you do parachuting, not all of it, but a lot of it goes away because you just you just that high. And that's I what mean wondering, I'm I'm down
1: to tree. do I'm down to do parachuting like shit like that. But um I'm just not interested in holding a giant fucking demon spy in my fucking palm and saying that it's gonna help me out. Because you know what? The other irrational fear I have is when. Uh, actually, it's not a fucking irrational fear. Some of my friends have done this where they've held the spider and then fucking thrown it at me, which is just annoying as shit. And it
0: just makes you angry, doesn't it?
1: It does. It pisses me the fuck off. Even just thinking about it. Yes. Uh, stress. You know what, Paul? Let's go back real quick. <laughs> you know what causes me fucking stress? Spiders.
0: <laughs> I understand that completely, mate. I really do. The stress is just... the same when it's like.
1: Uh, you know what, it's, the, it's when they move Like, I'm actually like, okay If it just chills, like, that's how I know I've gotten better, because like, before I used to Just obsess and be like, I can't do anything, mom Please help me um, I'm
0: still at that stage <laughs> Are
1: you? Really... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, now if it just chills And I know that it's there that That's nicer than If I look away And then a second later, it's, it's not there anymore And I go, well where the fuck did you go, bro? <laughs> the
0: next question we have
1: have you ever had satisfying revenge on someone? Um, no. <laughs> I'm not a... <laughs> I like how you said that question. I feel like you have had some satisfying stories. I'm, I'm but, not a vengeful uh, I'm or... i had a few. I still need more, though. <laughs> i had <not> a few. <laughs> yeah, you're bloodthirsty for this shit. Um, no, yeah, I, I don't hate a lot of people. And... If i do feel hate for someone i usually just give it up anyway because like i don't i holding yeah. on to shit like that it's just not it's not healthy it's
0: not It's not, healthy. It's not good I, I think i've found like more of that like obviously like there's like I say about two or three people i'd like to you know i'd really like to get back uh, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them know it's just like it's just like fuck, there's no But i might as well just let go but then I something mean, in my mind, like, he's saying, oh, poor, if you get the chance, though, you've got to get them back. And you know, like, uh, uh, you <laughs> know what? You know what?
1: I, uh, I like to see people, if they've done something bad to me, and I yeah. feel like they, it, I consider it bad, I like to see that uh, the universe corrects itself and some stupid shit happens to them. So I, I, have, I have a story around this. I was walking around London town with my brother, and we were walking across the canals and uh you know there's some benches and shit there uh this this runner was running up i didn't know this okay but i'm 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 giving you a 360 view of the story here this runner was running up behind and me and my brother were, were chit chatting and there's a bench that's really close to us like literally if if you were walking behind me paul you wouldn't consider uh thinking maybe i should go try and pass these guys on the bench side i would go around on the on on the right side where there's no bench and there's plenty of fucking space to to run around well hall this fucking cunt decides i'm gonna thread the needle on the left side where the bench is and you know it's COVID times a little bit a little a little nerve-wracking with the you know people fucking touching me and shit i, I in general don't really like people coming into contact with me um you know Pre-COVID times, I just don't see why they have to invade my fucking personal space. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So this this fucking jogger um, runs, threads the needle on the left side, and just before, I I, I don't understand his thought process that he thought that he could get through that liver of hope without touching me or without like, you know, crashing into the bench or some shit. Uh, good for him, he didn't crash into the bench, but he fucking like taps. He just taps the shit out of my, out of my hand and, and like prior to coming in he's like, well look, <laughs> he taps, oh he
0: taps, he taps, my hand,
1: <laughs> he almost fucking trips over the bench and trips over me because there's literally no room for this fuckhead to fucking go there, but he still does it, and then yeah, and then he fucking passes and then he continues running and then he just turns around like,
0: I'm
1: like, fuck, what was the point of this? And then I look to the right and I tell my brother, look how much space there is. Literally nobody was there. And there's like a lot of people walking up and down the walk. There's tons of white, white noise over there. You could just casually just take two steps to the right and you'd be fine. But no, you have to touch me and almost crash yourself. But you know what? I took satisfaction. I was cussing him out to my brother so much. It was hilarious. When I get mad at someone, it's very funny to listen. <laughs> just fucking just rant on some go. motherfucker I
0: can't believe he tapped you out and there's like move it <laughs> that's, that's what It was just like fucking go
1: to the right dog what are you doing again <laughs> fucking correct you're not going you're not the flash you know you're not going that fast you can take a second to think oh maybe I shouldn't go to the fucking left maybe I can just take two steps to the fucking right and run to the to the right side where there's nobody Plenty of <laughs>
0: He's like, when, no, it's, it's not possible, mate.
1: <laughs> but speaking in terms of, uh, of karmic justice here, this motherfucker runs up. Uh, so there's a little staircase. He runs up the stairs and he starts stretching. And I, again, I point to my head, Oh, fucking cunt. Stretching. Fucking taps me on the shit. And then he runs for like another two minutes to go stretch at the top of the fucking end of the bridge or whatever. Go fuck yourself. And this guy is in the way, again, of people just trying to walk, you know, walk along the sidewalk of the fucking bridge, not the hobo the guy that tapped my fucking arm, and the hobo walks up to him yelling shit and he just starts brutally yelling at him like get out the way i'm here it's just it was just so satisfying it was delight. Goli- i had a giant grin on my face And my brother looked at me he was like you're fucking loving this, you? i was like, i am loving this he deserved it and like, he looked so offended as well and he was on his phone and i was just like you're such a prick i'm so happy you got I love it. instant karma is my favorite. So in terms of revenge, I'd I'd say any karmic or, or universe level justice is just nice to see on people that are just fools. Instant karma is just
0: one of them things where you see it, and it's like it's like that nice little satisfaction. Yeah. You know when you eat it, you're like, oh, that was a lovely meal. It's yeah. Like that, and you see, it, it's like, hmm, that was lovely to see. That was <laughs>
1: exactly that was, that was a solid way to put it. Exactly that. That was just that really touched me. Very well done. <laughs> it's nice to know that the universe gives a shit a little bit about, you know. Yeah. It a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit.
0: What's the funniest drunk story you
1: have? Um I told you this story. Bit, but... Yeah, that's the problem with me. Um I don't get I don't really drink to get drunk, and it takes me a while to get drunk. Um but the only stories I have of me being properly drunk is, is I've been blackout drunk. <laughs> And then I don't really remember anything, but I've been told the stories of how I was when I was blackout drunk, often revolved around a toilet. And I was at my friend's place, it was graduation in Sweden for him. We were celebrating and I just ended up getting fucking blackout drunk. And I ended up on his toilet for the entire yelling shit, like trying to take a shit. And... Apparently I puked on myself and they put me in the tub and I was trying to trying to clean me off but it didn't work. Just like stood up, just sat on the toilet trying to take shit for like an hour and a half. Uh Jesus, just yeah, just gone. yelling. Yeah, just yelling and I was just gone and people were I don't know, people were continuing every day. They were also drunk, but like <laughs> shit like that. I don't really I don't I don't <laughs> often get drunk. I am not fucking animal. <laughs> nah, okay, yeah, okay. I
0: haven't been drunk in quite a while as well, I mean you know. About a few little tipples and sit. actually, I had, a, I had a drink a few weeks ago. <laughs> Did you? What, what yeah. happened there? Pretty good. <laughs> 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 Next not question. For the, not for the rollout of podcast. Next question. <laughs> uh, what is your biggest regret in life? In all twenty-three mm. years.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Was it meeting mate me? Mate?
1: Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Having. Eventually, I knew that this fucker was going to start a podcast. <laughs> um, oh god, I regret. Um, any regrets I have is like around stupid shit that I did, like trying to, like during that time where I was trying to figure out girls. And when I was like, I had a crush on this girl and just like the dumb that I did and that I kind of like, ugh, ugh. Why was I like that? <laughs> oh, God, really? <laughs> yeah, like so. One of the I'm I'm a real <sighs> borderline. I'm just a I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I, I I asked this girl out for like um, this is kind of a insane. And I just said I was a nice guy. Forget the part <laughs> where I said it, I'm a nice guy. I'm a shit person. But um, so I was asking. I had this crush on this girl, and she had never watched Star Wars. I kept asking, so like I'm not asking her, I was just saying like we should watch Star Wars. This would go on for weeks. and She'd always like. I didn't take the hint I, I didn't i didn't get that like or it wasn't really hint because like she she potentially was kind of into me but then she was like a, she was quite a straight-a student in, in the terms of like she was always studying and then if she wasn't studying she had she had always planned stuff like weeks in advance with with friends that she had or like family get-togethers or something like that so like genuinely she was just busy for for a lot of the time and i might be saying this when people are like uh dude you're fucking dumb as shit still uh <laughs> Uh, she was definitely ignoring your ass but then eventually it was just like uh, yeah she was just like coming up with excuses and like I don't know man I just spent so many months just like asking this girl and then but it was like I wasn't asking her out properly I wasn't saying like hey do you have a date where we watch where we watch Star Wars chill out do something I would just be like we should really watch Star Wars together (laughs) Uh, she's
0: like I really want to watch this film
1: (laughs) yeah and like <laughs> and eventually like I mean it's not like she was a nerd like me okay um she wasn't super into it and she's other <laughs> people like trying to want to get her to watch Star Wars, and she's just not interested um but eventually I did I did muster the courage to just be like do you want to go to a movie with me um it's not star wars it's actually at a cinema we're gonna go watch the war thing and she she said that she wasn't into me but then I had already booked the tickets <laughs> um, and I'm a yeah. this. this is where I'm a nice guy I was like well fuck it then we'll just go as friends and we'll go watch a movie uh, weird time uh, we went to go watch a movie I not really I didn't know what to say to her after that because I was like I'm fine with being friends but like
0: it's just that stage of awkwardness
1: yeah because like I mean you're watching a movie and it was like it was genuinely a movie I was interested because in I'm a nerd and I like more it was bored and i think i could sense that she was like why isn't this guy talking to me like yeah. we're friends and like the only time that we started talking properly is when she we were waiting for the i waited for our, uh her to get on the bus home and that's when we started talking like
0: really no, like normally
1: time? yeah for like i think it was like 20 minutes of the night <laughs> and it, it wasn't like i wasn't saying anything during the time but i was just like asking you know like "Oh, how school oh yeah um I don't know, I was just kind of distant, and I I realized as I was on this not-date-but-date-but-brand-get-together thing, I was just like, I'm kind of bitter, like, girl, I really like this girl, or like I thought I did. And I asked her out, she said no, but here I am, because I'm too nice for guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, the tickets have been, there's two tickets, uh, not, I mean, might as well. I'm not, I don't go watch my own. Uh, might as well come with me, it's already paid for, you
0: no, I think that's
1: pretty nice of you. It's nice, but also, like, as months, and <laughs> he's just, just, like, asking this girl if she wants to hang out, and, like, yeah. And then also, like, I was super shy and, like, a bit cringy. I'm not, like, I gained a lot of confidence when I was in the UK and went to uni, but, like, yeah, I was a super shy general, so it's just funny to think about. So I guess regretful moments are around those kind of things, so it's not really, like, it's not it's big regrets.
0: Like, yeah, yeah traumatising.
1: No, they're just like, oh man, I was such a little bitch kid. <laughs>
0: That's what happens when you go to watch Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck off, Paul.
1: You watch anime. He watches anime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, this will be cut and you'll have no proof. <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. Right, next question I have for you is, uh, have you ever had to steal?
1: I've never had to steal. Ooh, um, you have stole. Uh, yeah when i was a kid we used to steal candy from our local candy store <laughs> <laughs> what candy uh swedish candy you wouldn't you wouldn't know anything about it oh okay, okay. not oh, not, not so foreign <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit of a batman <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ladies <laughs> ladies ladies if you want some uh, if you want me you.
1: <laughs> if you want me to ask you to for several months go watch Star Wars I'll steal some candy for you because bits
0: of a bad man. <laughs> oh, that this made me cringe all over my body. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is what bridges are you happy you've burned? Like with people? Yep, not real life bridges.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that significantly makes the question much more clear. Uh, <laughs> I've only burnt the bridge with one person uh, and that's our professor from motherfucking uni the only person ah yeah Uh, yeah. but but he burnt the bridge to me um with the way that he was at or like well i don't know i think it was a mutual bridge burning but i'm pretty sure i'm much more adamant about it yeah i don't know i I don't want to name names but like my professor in uni so one of the things i did for my masters at the at the end of the three months was handle like three separate projects and they were all marketing projects and one of the tasks that I was uh, ordered to make was create a a bit of copy which is just you know writing words for a bio for his event that was coming up and it was supposed to be 250 words with uh, with some keywords attached to it to help um, called search engine optimization, optimization which is SEO but like he didn't understand that SEO is because it's organic it takes a while to to get in place not fucking you're not going to get shit within a month of like you're not going to get you know huge numbers within a month um i wrote these 250 words I, i made the i made the event bio and all this stuff with with the the uh with my colleague that i was working with at the time and he was not satisfied with a piece of work. He thought I wasn't. He was quite lackluster and like, apparently it wasn't enough detail, even though I was told to, to only use 250 words, but apparently like the rest of the organization uses way over 250 words, which was confusing as fuck to me. But so I sent this over to him uh, on, on the night and it was like at 12, it's at like 12 AM. And I sent it over and then he fucking replies in the next hour. So 1 AM he sends back an email saying this, like, this is not acceptable work. Da 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 da, da 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 da, and like he said he was telling me he, me and my colleague the next day and he just got so fucking upset about two and, and I, I'm not saying these 250 words were good ladies and gentlemen they weren't very good yeah. but <laughs> but with but with 250 words and like a pretty mediocre style event um it got to the point and that's kind of the, the premise of what I was told to do so I was just I did what I was asked um but then apparently I didn't do what I was asked. Uh, but yeah, he just built up all this fucking rage over 250 words. And then uh, you can't hear, you can't see my air quotes here, but chewed me out for like 45 minutes uh, in this glass room and was just, was giving me shit for something, for 250 words saying that it it discredits me, it discredits him, everyone around, uh, around the uni and then everyone around where this like second... The, this, the, this organization that I was working for, everyone in there, all the higher ups have seen it, and they've also wondered what the fuck is going on with it. And and ladies and gentlemen, none of the higher ups in that organization had seen that copy. Um, those two hundred and fifty words. Uh, the only person that had seen it was was my professor. He was just mad, and it turned out that he had personal issues that he was dealing with, and he was taking it out on me. And at that point I was just very much like, well, in my in my head in terms of like burning bridges, I was like, I I can't have a relationship with this guy where it's not anything above professional. And even that is is straining because he he was such an emotional little kitty about it. And it's just yeah, I don't know. There's just no point in me trying to talk to this guy. And then throughout the last like one and a half or two months, whatever it was while I was in use i was I was pretty miserable, like I had to do work for this guy, and I hated doing work for this guy and yeah, so I in terms of my life, that's the only bridge that I've ever burned but otherwise i'm very I'm a very good communicator and I'm very good with people, just this guy is so full of him by himself
0: <laughs> are you uh, are you glad that you burned it
1: Oh, Oh one hundred percent I'm happy that I don't have to fucking deal with
0: it the next one <laughs> is what's the biggest misconception people think about you
1: uh that i'm mean i've got people actually
0: think you mean what? yeah
1: the, and this is really funny because like everyone kind of has different opinions about me when they first meet
0: so i remember the first the first time that we actually properly talked was in the corridor and I was yeah like would like, oh, you want to it was something along lines, like oh we want to fight or what'd you say or some bullshit like that and We started
1: yeah yeah that was good I, I like how our friendship uh bloomed but uh yeah, a lot of people think I'm like mean or like, but that's only here in the UK. I don't know how people a, consider me in Sweden.
0: That's not in Sweden, then.
1: No, because I mean, a lot of my friends knew me growing up. So like, I'm often like, if you see me, I'm very, I'm a very smiley dude. And but like, when I first, anytime I first start meeting people or first start something, I I don't smile very much. I'm 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 taking in my surroundings and I'm trying to I'm trying to like weather out like how people act, what can be said, what can't be said. Cause I'm very open and I can, I literally talk about whatever. Um, but people like, for example, my first year in uni, people just thought I was this like, one, they thought I was super macho. And two, they thought I was super judgy, that I just, I was just, mean. and like- I'm
0: curious why they thought you were super judgy.
1: My, it's, it's all in my eyes. It's all in my eyes, um, is what I was told. Uh, I have so I have kind of like intense eyes sometimes. And like when I smile, you don't really see my eyes because the way I smile, I just, I'm like, it always looks like I'm closing my eyes or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so if I just like stare blankly or like just I'm thinking about stuff, I can look kind of intense and that's just because of how my eyes are. So people in uni or people who I, lived, who I was living with that first year just thought that like, oh shit, this guy's like super judgy. This guy's super mean. But then, you know, people have, like, one or two conversations with me, and they're like, this guy is not how I thought of at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, uh, even some people in, during our Masters, they, people would, would never think I am the way I am, this kind of, like, carefree, happy guy, because they'd just be like, oh, man, you don't talk a lot, and then, da 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 and you look kind of, like, this way, and that way. They just assume... So they just assume that I'm like. So when I when I learned that when I was younger, um, even though that was in Sweden, I just learned that people used to think that I was meaner maybe than I, I actually. am. I just learned like you can't judge people on their first on your first go around. with It's when I'm like not uncomfortable, but when I don't know what comfort level we're at, I will be a bit more reserved how I am and just like oh, I'm just taking my surroundings before I speak freely about who I am. In that sense, I'm like quite quite. Like I don't share I don't share a lot about myself but
0: like that's a good thing to do yeah keep some things like normally i'm quite an open person because i've always thought if i tell everybody you know everything then nobody can ever use anything against me like to try and yeah 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 whatever and that works but obviously when you know certain friendships fucking like die and fizzle out yeah like and then i have all that information that's when it's like it can sort of be a bad thing in a weird way
1: yeah i think it's important to choose what you share with people even if you've it's this weird thing, because like here in the UK, I've, I've noticed people just like hatch and latch on to you really quick, and they'll just share stuff, like intense stuff, from yeah. the get go. And like that's yeah. fine if you want to do that, but I'm not going to do that because I don't know if I'll know you as well in the next three months. <laughs> no, no. Okay. And like people, people are very easy to like talk to me, and they share stuff with me, and that's fine. And, like I'm not a person that uses that others. Yeah. And that kind of stuff but like you don't know like you don't know what's gonna happen and you don't know uh, you know how people are with information so i don't know it's just one of those things that like no i i I don't agree that you can learn i don't think you can actually know someone is the first time you meet them i'm like a first meet which is kind of going against the grain of what people usually say of like first impressions are super important i don't think they're that important because people are often nervous during first impressions they're not really how they actually are and if you can't tell that as someone that's that has met people for the first time then i don't know dude you you don't really know shit about about people i would say it's just like you got to give them you know first impression okay you kind of see how they want to come off second impression they might continue being like that and you know uh, you know depending on if you you make them more relaxed they'll open up and then that third impression is usually how people are more more likely but even then like you don't know anyone until until you've been through shit with people
0: yeah and see see what people have you back and stuff
1: like that at least uh, I've only noticed it here in the UK it's just people are really quick to trust each other and then they're really quick to hate on each other and be dramatic about shit and it's just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah it's,
0: it's- so like you said, though, I found it. I don't know if I find it strange or just a bit odd, but I've noticed obviously when I talk to like people, especially new people, a lot of, like you said, like a lot of people do latch on to me. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know. I always find it weird. Like I've always found it weird when when people I don't know they always say, "Oh, I love you," and it's just like, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah.
1: It was like, yeah. That's one of those things. Like, I love. That word, love, to me is super. Heavy. That's a serious yeah, word. Yeah, that's like, why I don't I, I don't fucks around with that word.
0: Like, I think, I think we see the same with that word. That, that's The thing, like, if it's a close friend and like you know you know them, um, you shouldn't have yeah. to say it all the time. But when you say like you know I love you, you mean yeah I, I love this fucking kid. he's cool. Yeah, yeah. But, like when it's like you met someone for two days, oh, I love you. It's like hmm, that's, uh, uh, that's that's thrown away quite easily. Because <laughs> the thing is like that's
1: that's that's kind of a giveaway of how this person is as well. Yes. Like there's a lot of things that people give away and, and like. Yeah, people that are just quick to say, I love you. I don't think it just kind of shows a little bit of emotional immaturity. And that's like a big, that's a big thing to come off. as like one thing. So I, in that sense, like, yeah, people might consider me judgy, but I don't know what it uh, It's just, it's just things to notice when it comes to human beings. It's just like, we're all complicated creatures. And like, you just gotta, just gotta chill out. Well, I
0: think good, the thing with you is you keep your cards like quite close to your chest. Yeah. It's pretty good to do. Yeah, I, like I've, I've done that like so I'll tell people little bits and bobs about me, like you know the the jokey stories but like you know when I've been in the taxi or when I'm at the toilet like kick yeah, But like yeah. if it's like if it's like you know just to yeah you know, lighten the mood and get to know someone and know what limits you can laugh with them. Yeah so if it's like, proper serious stuff then I won't I won't tell that person until I know them for a while. Yeah. And yeah. That's, like that's only backfired on me like wise. Yeah. So I'm obviously a lot more careful with that. But other
1: than mm. that normally I'm not quite open. Yeah, like I'm I'm very free with it with what you can pretty much ask. I think there's only there's a very handful of things that I probably wouldn't answer straight away, but like you can ask me any question and I'll answer. Like I'm very open about it. but I'm often joking and I'm or like I'm often in joking about. It. Like I'm often uh quite comedic with how I say things so like yeah I don't know I don't I don't think people will f- can figure me out very very quick which I'm okay with
0: yeah no that's good but the thing is I noticed and I don't know if I told you this when we had that little laugh and joke in the hallway yeah and that little threatening thing and you caught <laughs> me, we started giggling but then I then I was able to tell you that you could definitely take a joke on, on the, the sort of like joking threatening level so that yeah. like your joke thing was sort of quite high, so we could say some shit to each other.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just wow! Look at the clouds. <laughs> 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 like the first introduction. It's like, yeah, when are we gonna fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was fucking funny. I was trying to go to the bathroom as well. Southern I remember
0: that because I was just says late, some
1: <laughs> shit to me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then and then the cosmic uh, universe aligns, and I'm sitting not too far away from you while you're working in your little corner and we just have some chit chats everyone could.
0: it's crazy it works though isn't it it's just yeah like, it's really funny I don't know why I was just walking down and I was like I just fancy threatening him for, just for a laugh see what, <laughs> see what happens <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that you actually took it as the joke it was I was, I
1: was <laughs> the big dog on campus and Paul wanted to throw the punch <laughs> it's that it's that gym boy coming oh fuck it's the jock <laughs> <laughs> funny thing, if, if anyone saw me in person I'm not I'm not Hench. I'm not like super athletic or anything.
0: Not jock not at all. You just uh you're just a lovable twat.
1: That's exactly that's, like me. That's exactly <laughs> my title. Yeah, exactly. That's that's our title together. We're the lovable <laughs> twats. <laughs>
0: Right, so the, the last question I'll ask you is do you have an end goal in life uh, death
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and thank you for joining us bro. <laughs>
1: on that note <laughs> uh, I don't know uh, end goal is always just like live comfortably live happy and live How's that? that's pretty deep that's good
0: is that your end goal then just to live comfortably and happy
1: very much to live comfortably so like i would like to be financially stable in the sense that like i kind of am at this point just having a job like i don't have to stress too much about money and it's not like i'm getting paid super well ladies and gentlemen but like i just i I don't live a very complicated or expensive life but like i like i like to know that i can maybe eat out every once in a while which i can i like to know that i'll I'll always have food on my table i like to know that i'm able to pay rent every month um I like to know that like right now I, I don't feel like I can splurge on myself too often um so that would be kind of that's kind of like I'm not like totally financially stable in that sense like I would like to buy a PC and like you know set up shop a little bit more and like you know I want to live in a in kind of a, a bigger apartment than I am um but like yeah it's just live comfortably to to my pretty minimalist standards i don't want like a huge house i don't want like you know i don't want to have to pay thousands upon thousands of pounds of rent i just want to just just want to be able to like yeah i just want to be able to take like a vacation every once in a while go to go travel like i've like growing up in like uni and stuff and growing up in general i haven't had too much money so like even traveling would be such a such a stressful endeavor in a sense because I make sure that I have enough money to be able to enjoy myself. Where, where I don't feel like I've had that, and maybe now I have that, but a bit hard to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so maybe earning a little bit more, but just make sure I can take care of other people as well. That's oh yeah, that's that's a good thing. Um, I like to be able to know that I'm I'm financially stable enough to take care of myself and then some, and that and then some comes to like if anyone needs help whether it be finance or whether it be something else i want to be able to comfortably say yo dude i got you i can take care of something for you know and you know just ease their stress a little bit
0: okay yeah like as in like the people that i
1: love and stuff so like
0: i think that's good though so obviously you just want like that nice little comfortable life where you got a bit of money you know you can help yourself you can help other people yeah a good little nice little fucking goal
1: to have to be honest mate yeah like it's nothing crazy pretty wholesome i don't want to like i'm not really the take over the world kind of guy um (laughs) i'm happy like i think that's why like it's one of the things why i do marketing as well like i don't want to be on the i don't want to be the face of anything but i like to i like to know that i do my part that it matters that you know a lot of stuff in the background matters a whole lot more than the face so you know i'm I'm happy taking take care of that stuff and earning a good amount for being for being that person that does that job then i don't i don't have to take any credit anything like that you know i just want to want to live comfortably experience some shit go to restaurants i really like food so yeah. Okay, yeah
0: i think that sounds like a nice little goal mate to
1: be honest yeah i think so get too back,
0: get that comfortable shit
1: yeah yeah i always need a comfortable shit in the morning before work <laughs>
0: Thank you again for the audience to listening to the raw life podcast it's been great talking to my good old pal sasha we've talked mm. about uni we talked about you know some good times a little bit of, you know a little bit of bad times <laughs> a few uh, a few grudges <laughs> a few stressful <laughs> moments but i just want to say sasha you know you know me mate it's been great speaking to you again
1: very much so i i always enjoy talking to you paul <laughs> all right thanks for having me on paul
0: no problem mate and we'll see you all on the next episode
1: Subscribe!